Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave, Dave. and Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? Boy, you asked for it. You want some bad news? I have got a tragedy to report to start the show today. California Highway Patrol, and you'll have to excuse me if I get a little choked up here. Um, They said that cleanup crews were summoned to a stretch of highway when a truck overturned and spilled its load of 10,000 bottles of wine onto the road. Oh, Dave, I'm so sorry. How are you dealing with this tragedy? Not easy. Not easy. Was it Justin? Uh, so the uh, the good news is, is Justin Cab. Sorry, not the per- not the actual person. This uh, this truck had apparently just left my house because all of the wine bottles were empty. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, that's good. So they were recyclable <laughs> wine bottles. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it was like a shipment going somewhere to fill them up or whatever. But as you'd imagine, ten thousand wine bottles with wine or not, mm. that is a huge mess to clean up. Yeah, they were shattered n- everywhere. Naked bottles. I don't know if I've ever seen a totally nude bottle of a, wine. Like virgin. <laughs> version of a wine bottle. Yeah. Like, you know, like, declothed. Like, untouched. Like, like, untouched. like, what even well, in the world there, would that be like? There's still issues, though. I mean, yes, we didn't lose that sweet nectar of the gods. Mm. But there are still, like, sourcing issues for getting glass in yeah. some places. So mm-hmm. losing 10,000 bottles of wine, uh, devastating. I mean, I imagine that if you're working at a, you know, a vineyard, a winery, and you're all set to go, you're... You know, you've been working, growing these grapes forever. You finally got them all off the vine. And you, you, you crushed them all. You have your wine in these big barrels ready to go. And your 10,000 bottles just crash on the way to you. You're like, dude. Just age on. it a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Make it a little bit more, yeah. uh, what do the sommeliers say whenever they sniff it? The aromatic scents. This this wine has been through some trauma. <laughs> it had to be rehomed. <laughs> this is uh, this, this is a fantastic is vintage, an orphan wine. <laughs> some good news today as well. A uh, Southwest Airlines flight had just departed from Las Vegas when one of the pilots required medical attention. That's not great. Don't not love great that. If, not great if somebody on the flight requires medical attention. No. Much worse if it's one of the pilots. Uh, thankfully, a uh, credential pilot from another airline was among the passengers. That pilot entered the flight deck and helped with radio communication while the second pilot flew the plane back to Las Vegas. What they so, do with the sick guy? They just, like, kick him to the ground? Like, get all the floor, bitch! No, they threw him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. come on, we're trying to get out of town here. Uh, while rare, similar instances of pilots being incapacitated and someone else grabbing the controls are not totally unheard of. Last spring, a man with no flying experience landed a plane successfully after a pilot suffered a medical emergency. I don't know if... Uh, I can envision you stepping up in that situation, Mahoney. If uh, the pilot goes down, I don't know if you'd be like, let me try to land this bitch. Uh, well, I mean, if it's just me and him. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. Because I believe that guy who landed the plane last year thought his flight instructor was playing a prank on him uh-huh. and like yeah. pretended to Pr- have a heart attack. <laughs> no, nah, he just full on had a heart attack. and <laughs> Dang. I mean, that would be kind of cool if you were a pilot. I mean, and you didn't have passengers or nothing, but you were just like... 
Let me pull a prank? No, if you oh. did just die randomly while you were flying. And that would be cool. Well, I mean, This captain you... goes down with the ship. Yeah, Dave. it's like a Viking's funeral. <laughs> I, I mean, the plane, nobody else is in there. It doesn't land on anybody. Yeah, but you're just like, imagine it, it crashes into the side of a mountain or into the desert or something like that. No, no it's going to crash into a house in Toledo. You know, you crash into the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, Remember that? Paul and Amelia Earhart. Yeah. yeah. She, she did not no. die that way, but... How that was many, not the Bermuda Triangle day. Do you, whatever. Do you remember being Charlie so obsessed with it? Philippines. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Do you remember everybody being so obsessed with the Bermuda Triangle? I do, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Now we got like gay frogs and chemtrails yeah, and yeah, QAnon no, and yeah, we just got flat cam- earthers. Cameras and stuff now. <laughs> Aren't there like, is it like pink wow. or black sands in Bermuda? Something like, it's a, it's a something pink cool. beach, isn't it? Something it, like cool it, as hell. And isn't that where the uh, the pigs are too? The swimming the, pigs. The swimming pigs. Yeah, there's, there's swimming pigs a lot of places. There's a lot of swimming pigs. But I think they yeah, also have swimming pigs down kinda, in uh, Bermuda. I kind of want to hang out with swimming pigs. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. Why? It feels unnatural because I'm like. Yeah, they. That's not there. They were rehomed. <laughs> oh, the white also... man put them there. <laughs> of course we did. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Audrey, you know that uh, that I love you, right? Yeah. Good friend. Uh, been through a lot of stuff together in the uh, the handful of years that we've been working together, and Dave, have a ton of respect for you. All that. This doesn't sound like a good way to start a well conversation. Yeah, this feels like you're having there's an intervention a, with yeah, me. Yeah, what's going what's there's, going on here, man? There, there's a butt coming. Why? <laughs> well, so what did I do? Uh, nothing. I, feel I just like I'm in trouble. So the more that I learn about your relationship with your boyfriend, um, I am finding myself being more and more Team Dustin. Oh what? Yes, the why the argument that you guys had uh-huh. about the toilet paper. Oh, okay. I was like, what did we do? What did I put it in there? Yeah, in, in no. The prep? It, it makes me realize that uh, that he is right and you are wrong about almost everything. So it was funny the other day because we had just had this argument on air maybe a few weeks ago, um, and I think Mahoney, you were on my side where it's like whatever you gra- however you grab the toilet paper doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It you does just put matter. it on. There's the, a right way. The and there's thing. a wrong way. It just doesn't, that's just never been, I've not been one of those people who are like pro one way or another. I feel like mm-hmm. it's very like, di- people love to have like chatter about something and it's like no. the toilet paper no. is chatter there's, for people. There's to a like, right way and there's a wrong way and you do it it's the like, wrong way. It's like, okay. hey, do you like candy corn? Ugh, I hate candy yeah. corn. No, nope, totally peeps? different. Blah, I hate no, that's, that's, it seems to be one of those that's style a subjective of conversations. Thing and the other is right and wrong. Like there's a difference. <laughs> so he came out the other day and he goes, just flatly, he goes, you're really funny. And I said, huh? What do you mean? Like, I know, but like, what do you mean? Like, what, <laughs> you were just in the bathroom. So what are you talking about? And he goes, you put the toilet paper on wrong every single time mm-hmm. you put the roll on back on like the tube. Like what? I don't even pay if I put it on whatever wrong is to you. I actually don't even pay attention. I just grab it and toss it on. Yep. I don't got time to think you about that. Definitely it's such a minor of, part of, of my day. All of the places that you have time, it's nope. on the toilet. Doesn't matter. You have plenty of time. You're sitting on the toilet, literally doing nothing, and it takes one second. Mm-hmm. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong. Okay. Well, see, and it seems like. You're you're intentionally doing it wrong if you're doing it wrong every time. The funny thing about me is, is now I want to put it on wrong every time. Yep, you you are talk trash now. This is what happens. You are a monster. <laughs> like I Have just you now ever I find heard it funny. of irreconcilable differences. 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I have a time or two before, but um, I just, I don't know. It just, it's just so funny that people just get all in a tizzy, tither, whatever. It's crazy over this. Mm-hmm, yeah. You being one of them. Well, it, it, it doesn't take any time to do it right. And again, by the actual design mm-hmm. of the toilet paper roll dispenser. Untrue. No, it's not. It's untrue. Have you ever seen the patent for it? It was released, and it shows the toilet paper coming off the front. I have seen that because people like you always post it on like their Instagram stories, like trying to shove their toilet paper propaganda it's down our to- throats. It's not propaganda. This feels bipartisan to me. Bipartisan? <laughs> it is bipartisan. <laughs> Everyone should agree on this, but for some reason we don't. <laughs> we'll never get along. <sighs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Driving PSA for today. The left lane on a freeway highway is not for you to cruise at the speed limit until your exit and then change all the lanes when you get to your exit. The left lane is for people who want to go fast. Get the heck out of the way. Cruise in the right lane. Message deleted. I don't know how many times we have to uh, say that, Mm -hmm. because I feel like we've been doing this for, you know, 15 years, and every three months we need to remind people. When you do the the angry pass in the right lane, and you look over and you see who it is, they're just completely oblivious. Because that's who they are No idea. They, they don't they're, care. They're in the left lane. They don't see the huge line of cars that they have caused to back up. Like, it is as disruptive on the road when somebody is driving slow in the left lane as it is when somebody is speeding and weaving through traffic. So what kind of drives me a little bit crazy is whenever... So sure, that and we all can agree that if you're going the speed limit in the left lane, you're an idiot. But whenever there's people who like try and set the pace at whatever they have deemed is mm-hmm. fast enough... Yeah, don't do that. Like, and they refuse to get over, or they'll kind of, like, block you into the car to the right of them, because that happens to me almost every morning. Unless you're actually a cop in your jurisdiction and able to issue tickets, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And even then, if you are a cop in your jurisdiction, don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Just got the point. Please leave a message after the tone. All right, I have a question. Um, when we all grow up, do you think that this current woke society, we will look back upon and say, what in the hell were we thinking? Message deleted. I think every generation looks back on yes. every other generation like, and goes, what? what the hell were they the thinking? the hell were you thinking? I look back to when we grew up in the 80s, <laughs> yeah. you know, Dave, and I go, what the hell were we thinking? I look back when we were teenagers in the 90s, I go, what the hell were we thinking? I look back to like four years ago and I go, what the hell was I thinking? Yeah. It's we're always reevaluating in hindsight is always 2020. And and generally the way that it works is people go a little bit too far one direction and then there's a yes. recoil and it swings the always. other ways. It's funny because I was actually thinking about the the most recent time from like right I think before woke was a thing whenever everyone was saying that the word feminist was kind of becoming distasteful because of all of the the way to leaning into it who are like just like man haters like the man mm-hmm. hating yeah. people right yep. and then you, obviously there's a thousand other examples that you can give for for anybody who's like, like karen's yeah you know there's always going to be something that we have benchmarked as the you've gone too far yep also which is 
the one thing that I think can always hold true across every generation, however you want to say it, just don't be a dick. Yep. Treat others how you want to be mm-hmm. treated yourself. Yep. And, and run stop, things through that prism. And stop trying to control other people and telling them how to live their lives. We just don't really have that much time Why on the spinning it little rock. It doesn't. Why does it, it doesn't? Like, and that's stop. Yes. <sighs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, I just listened to your conversation about Audrey and Mahoney going and eating while Dave stayed at the office. And Dave, I'm with you on this one. If you've got work to do, get it done. Guys, I'm sorry if you're that attached to your friends. That's great. I love my friends too, but sometimes work has got to happen. Thanks. Bye. Don't you jump on this guy. No, 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 no. When when we're at work, it's called work for a reason. It's not called a meal. No, Dave could have. So, gentlemen, friend, thank you for listening. Um, But I will tell you this. Dave is an overachiever. And by that, I mean he (sighs) took advantage of an opportunity that usually in that time frame, he wouldn't be doing anything. He wouldn't be working. We usually just stare at the walls. He decided in th- that day he wanted to just get ahead because he had things later on in the evening. But no, usually we're just staring at each other. When I had another lunch already planned. Well, you didn't have to eat lunch. I had already purchased the meal. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. you yes, could I have did. just drank coffee. Oh. Did you have more coffee in your thermos? I could have sat there and watched you guys plow why, through biscuits and gravy. Why is that gravy. so I weird go, to you? I go to, uh, I go to meals all the time with people and not eat. It's br- so I understand like going to a dinner you that's should odd. should be arrested. Nah. Go, yeah. Going to a dinner that's odd. I can, I can co-sign on that. But mm-hmm. even maybe like a, a lunch is kind of like, it's like at the later in the day, it's a little bit more weird. But you going to get coffee with us would not have been weird. If you guys had gone to a place... That served Bloody Marys, maybe it would have been different. They actually have booze at that place. Oh, they do? Yeah, they oh, do. Yeah, yeah. Let's so go now you're today. really a butt. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So as it normally happens on the show when we talk about food, which almost inevitably happens towards the end of the show, because we sit in the studio for four hours a day and we're talking about things and normally all of us start getting hungry towards the end of that four hours, so we'll talk about food and Mahoney many times decides, all right, I'm going to stop and get something on the way home. And that is precisely what happened just the other day. Uh, But you decided that you were going to try to hide the evidence. Dave, yesterday, I'm out there. And I'm going to pick up something for my wife. She makes me go to Target. Oh, nice. And I got to pick up something for her. And I normally would have made it home. I would have just, you know, left the station, gone home. Cooked oh, myself have, something up. You have mm-hmm. some good right. food options over but, there. But she asked me to pick something up from her for Target. Mm-hmm. And so I do what a good husband does. That's right. I pick it up. Yeah. But then as I'm leaving, there's a, you know, there's a burger place. Mm-hmm. And she went to that burger place right there and waited that line? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, well, you know, I'm here. So I go, I, uh, I, get, I get myself a burger and drive back home. Finish most of it before I even get to the house. Was that the plan? Was she home at the time? No, she was oh, at work. She's at work, okay. And so I so go you didn't in, need to eat it in your car. But no, you but just I chose wanted, to. Wanted to. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah, hot and ready, man. Yeah. Just yeah. ready to you know tear it up, get into my house, and finish it up. And then the problem is, I've got ring cameras literally everywhere in my house. You were against this for many years, and I'm still kind of against it, but right. I. But I also have 
you know, there's a ring camera. Is she spying on you? Why well, are but, you worried? But she does. She looks over most of the stuff. She looks. She reviews the tape. She reviews the tape <laughs> because that's just, you know, she'll be like, whatever. If she's like waiting for something, she'll go through and look at the tape. Even though it's just you walking around the house. And so, you know, okay. I've kind of got a system <laughs> that's that I do when I doing something I'm I know I shouldn't because like the cameras. On, let, me, let me let me score this appropriately. <laughs> I thought you were going to put on the Mission Impossible, like <laughs> the the Mission Impossible no. two no. theme song no. done by Limp Biscuit. No. <laughs> no, you get no. this. I, Benny Clown Hill. Show. No, man, I'm I'm a, like a ninja. So <laughs> no way. I've got one in my garage, and I've got uh, that's where my <laughs> trash bins are kept in my uh-huh. garage. Yeah, and you know if you're going to dispose of something. You don't want you your wife fighting. You can't well, put especially, it in the, especially if it's like a burger thing. You like if you put it in the regular garbage, she's gonna smell it. You're gonna get caught. She got the nose immediately. Of the blood oh yeah, immediately. Yeah. And have to. <laughs> I, I will have to talk about that. Yeah. So, the way the ring cameras work is that if you make movement, they'll turn on for like thirty seconds or so. Yeah. And then if there's not continued movement, they will turn off. So are you like a resetting period? one step at a time and then waiting 30 no, seconds? No, then, no, no. Are you crawling underneath it? I'm doing a diversion of like, oh, I'm, I'm walking out to my garage to get my backpack with my laptop and things in it. And that sets off the ring. Uh-huh. But I have the trash for the, you know, the burgers. Uh-huh. Waiting nearby. So as soon as you hear the ring turn off and you see that blue light that is off, you can grab that and go throw it over in the trash. And it's like it never happened. So why don't you? But, so do you usually take your car if you guys go places? You don't take her car? No, nah, so I'm always I always drive. Well, I mean, but you can drive her car. Yeah, he drives his car. He's a man. I drive my car. Yeah, I like driving my works. car. Yeah. But what 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 is your so? But here's the problem, I, I timed it wrong yesterday. Oh no! And so <laughs> the camera turns on, and I've got a you know a big old just you can tell clearly what it is in my hand <laughs> as I'm looking directly into the camera. Oh no! Did, did she, she see catch it? you? I haven't said anything to her yet. Uh huh. About this, but I just know that, like, when she's, you know, this weekend or next week, she's going to be looking through it, and uh-huh. that is going to be. Why are you so scared to eat food that you want to eat? Because my wife. It's one meal. If, as long as you're not being, like, super naughty all of the time. Well, What's like one being, meal? I like being super naughty all the time. Oh, okay, so then there's your problem. You're just a naughty boy. I feel boy. like you wanted to get caught. Yeah. I did not want to get caught. You did. You looked right at the camera, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you yes, probably burnt yes, yesterday. So they get these, like, little placemats, too, you know? So I, uh, and I left one out on the counter. Oh, and my God. She gets home. She gets home. Get caught. She gets home from work, but, like, I slowly would, like, <laughs> you shoved that in my back pocket <laughs> in your new Abercrombie jeans. That's right. Oh, now they smell like burger. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's cover your ears on Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I get it because they're cover songs. 
All right, it's time for a round of Cover Your Ears. These are all big popular songs that I'm sure you've heard over the years many times, but the challenge is they're covered by people and then mm-hmm. uploaded to YouTube, and a lot of them are pretty unpopular even on YouTube, even though they've been up there for sometimes years on end. Uh, William is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. William, you're going to have 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. If you get the artist or the song name by itself, you're going to get a half point. If you get the artist and the song, you're going to get a full point. Are you ready to go? Yes, I am. All right. Best of luck to you again. 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, you can tag Mahoney and Audrey in for help, but you got to get four out of the five in order to win the game today. Uh, and you can only tag them in one time each. Here we go on the first one. Good luck. I fight to stay asleep because I don't want to leave the comfort of this place. Because there's a hunger, a longing to escape. From the life I live when I'm awake So let's go there Let's make our escape Come on, let's go there All right, that's 30 seconds right there. That was recorded by River Rat 99 mm. 542 views. William, do you know it on your own, or do you need some help on that one? That's Higher by Creed. That is oh, correct. Full nice. point. Well done. That My is... favorite version of this when is when Scott Stapp was at the Dallas Stadium for the Dallas oh, game. I yes. think it was on Thanksgiving. They, it was Thanksgiving, and they had all those people like <laughs> flying around like Cirque du Soleil. Him, he, him too. Oh, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> he was flying like around <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Dallas <laughs> Stadium after <laughs> Thanksgiving. It'll be so hard to explain to our kids one day that, yes, I actually did like this, and yes, I like this again, and yes, I know how cringy it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well done, William, on the board with one point. Here we go on to number two, this one. A uh, little less popular, only 422 views on this one from Jay Holbert. Good luck. Hell yeah. That is the only version we should be playing of that song. Was that uh, Trey with the South Park guys? It's, it sure sounds like South Park. It did. Yeah. It's it's not. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, William, do you need some help or do you know it? Oh, yeah, I need some help. Yeah, Mahoney, I think you can that tag is, in here. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is Metallica and Master of Puppets. That is a full point for William. Well done. This right. is my... The, uh, whenever I was listening to it, it sounded like seven different... St- uh, Metallica songs yeah. all smashed into one, yeah. so I was having a tough time. So good job picking Mahoney. All right, so Mahoney uh, brings you a full point there. So you're two for two. Well done. You got to get two more out of the three. Audrey still available. If you need her, this next one is from the Mystic Music Man. Mm. 181 views on this bad boy. Let's have a listen. That's 30 seconds right there. Didn't hate it, mostly because I like that song so much. But, William, do you know it or do you need some help? Um, I'm going to say the Kiki D band. I've got the music in me. 
Mm. No, you know what? No. I'd rather go with Audrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Audrey, yeah. New radicals, you get what you get. There it is. Well done. Yeah. Gotcha, all right. Dude. So we got three <laughs> points. <laughs> yep, just one more, and dude, you're all hey, good. You're going to win this excited. game. I mean, I mean, William, you 100% Googled that. Nobody ever heard of the Kiki D band. <laughs> no. Don't be don't be as obvious when you're cheating. You know Keep what, it. though? All I appreciate him the, cheating rather than trying to blow the game up, so yeah. thank you. <laughs> all right, here we go. Got to get one more. And, and you're going to win today. 30 more seconds on the clock. This one is actually the least popular one on YouTube. It's from Why Not. Actually, Why, the letter Y, and then okay. Not. 112 views. Good luck. I know who I am, but who are you? You're not looking like yourself. You on the other side of the mirror. So nothing looking quite as clear. Thank you for turning on the lights. Thank you for your parents. Stop it there. No that's way. thirty seconds. That is that's pretty tough. Do you know it? Uh, that one I do not. Yeah, that was maybe kind of at the end there. It came together, but that's Sunday morning by no doubt, or it was supposed to be. That's a hard that's that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I can hear it now. So you kind of yeah, you kind of hear it there at the end when it starts to. Let me just play this last little bit for you. <laughs> Yeah. See, this is why this game is so tough, because he's singing it just weird enough. Right. What a weird composition. But, you know, all right. Okay, so. He was in a garbage can. Not fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> Last one here. This one, 205 views from Shane Diablo. Not Diablo, but Diablo. <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. 30 seconds. Good luck for the win or the loss. You can never be lonely where I'm going to paint my picture. Oh, yeah. Paint myself a blue, red, black, and gray. All of the beautiful colors are very, very meaningful. Yeah, you know, gray is my favorite color. <laughs> I felt so symbolic yesterday. If I knew a Picasso, I would buy myself a gray guitar and play. All right, a classic there. That, that was so wonderful. William, for the win, can you do it? Well, I'd have to be a fool not to. County Crows, Mr. Joe. Boom! There it is. I love that. He goes, you know what, guys? What about this? So good. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. Did you guys ever have a friend that worked like in a fast food place when you were a teenager yeah, yeah. that would give you the hookup? Dude, my yeah. friend worked at Jack in a Box, and he we, we had like a little uh, like a code that we would uh, say when we got there. We would like do the old masterpiece. Hoo to hoo, hoo. We pulled it up, and we knew we knew that, that thing was going to be stacked with monster tacos. I had a friend of mine who worked at Pizza Hut. Not only would he give us free pizzas, but there was a dude there who was also over twenty one, so we would get like gallons of vodka. Really? Yeah, man. What a hookup. That, that was is. our hookup. So pizza and booze. So I had a friend that was a manager at a Taco Bell and would roll through and dude, I would do the do. Yeah. 
<laughs> you would just like put your head underneath the yeah, I mean, Baja he, Blast faucet? He would hook me up with a massive Mountain Dew and a bag of food every time I came through. And when you are 16 years old, there's nothing better in this just world. that electric so, charge of Mountain Dew. I get this. This story that leads off the Redneck Report today. A Florida man was driving 100 miles per hour in a 40 in a no-passing zone Whoa. to take his girlfriend to her interview at Taco Bell. She had to get there, man. Hey, man. At least he had the wherewithal to know that being on time is important. He didn't. His time management, her time management, not the greatest, but so I would let him pass. When when the cop pull, tried to pull him over, they actually went into the no-passing lane and flew past another uh-huh. vehicle and then eventually pulled over. And then when the cop actually finally stopped this guy, because he, he did pull over, he hopped out of the car and told him the reason that he was speeding was to get his girlfriend to the interview at Taco Bell. Aww. I think thinking that the cop would be like, I understand, son. Going your way. Uh, not so much. Charged with reckless driving, a, being a he- habitual traffic offender, and child neglect because of the age of his girlfriend. What? Ah, yeah. oh. what do you- so there were Wait. three juveniles in the vehicle along with his girlfriend, and they were not wearing a seatbelt while he was going 100 miles an hour. So not great. Wait, 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 hold on. Yep. His girlfriend is a minor? I don't know if it was his girlfriend. I think it might have been like there's three people that were underage. I don't know if they were his friends, kids, whatever they were, but they weren't wearing seatbelts. So either way, he uh, got popped pretty hard. How old was he? Didn't say. I have a lot of questions about this. Doesn't this give you like the ick? This kind of gave me the ick. Uh, It doesn't. Well, because you said child neglect because of I his girlfriend. I, I think that he was probably like kids. 18 and then he like the people oh, okay. like 17 Yeah, or well like the that. way that we were propping this story up, I was like, wait, what do you mean? His child neglect was his girlfriend yeah. 14 years old? So, um, can't work. I'm I mean, unless to, it's Arkansas. I'm about to <laughs> introduce you to the hangriest man in the world. We've all been there before. A uh, Lakeland, Florida man was accused of calling in a bomb threat to a Papa John's pizza. An employee told the deputies that a man named Jay was actually trying to place a delivery order <laughs> when he started arguing with the person on the phone. And then he, she hung up and then he called back, allegedly threatened to kill her, saying, I can bomb the store. Uh, Papa John's worker hung up the second time, and the employees gave the deputies his name, phone number, and address because he had just given and them all his, of that information. And uh, his rewards number yeah. as well. Uh, they identified the suspected caller as Johnny Vega. Real How name, many times, though, have you yeah. been working and just like wish somebody would call in a fake bomb threat, though? Oh, a I used lot. to call him bomb threats in my school. I had yeah. a friend who he had a big test or something like that. Call him bomb threat. Just would yeah. always, but yeah. it's he would do it like when it was summertime. We have to sit on a hot ass bleachers, mm, yeah. and then inevitably somebody would always decide I've had enough and decide to run out onto the field and run away. <laughs> Just run away. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Freedom. I bet you guys all were cheering too. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. keep going. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Kids always, are so predictable. It was always some kid named Cody that led the charge. Cody. It was Sean with a U. Sean with a U. Sean, Sean with, with a U. U. <laughs> uh, and finally, we have a rule here at the Dave Mahoney Show. It's don't break the law while breaking, breaking the, the law. law. And two Miami residents, they should have been listening. They were arrested with cocaine after being pulled over for not wearing a seatbelt. I mean, that's kind of a dick move. <sighs> I mean, but you know if that cop sees them rolling by. And I mean, honestly, these two with their disheveled hair. They don't look like ah that. The one in the in the darker shirt there. Look at that hair. Yeah, I mean, maybe it got roughed up a little bit. Yeah. Had some business ideas. <laughs> Things happen. I mean, I just hey, as far as like if a tail lights out, sure. 
What a seatbelt. The officer said they also noticed a strong smell of marijuana coming from the vehicle. Okay. And discovered that the driver, Taurus Washington, 25, had a suspended license as well as a warrant out of Arizona. Taurus and the passenger, Destiny Butler, 21 years old, were detained. During a search of the car, they found three tightly rolled packages containing 61.8 grams of cocaine. Uh, and uh, there, which appeared to be smuggled inside uh, a body cavity <clears throat> and 106 grams of marijuana. So Destiny admitted and- to the drugs belonging to her also provided a fake ID. To try to conceal her identity. Nobody knows the grams to ounces ratio. Sixty-one grams is two point one ounces. Like that's eh, of of that's what? A, of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. That's I mean, a lot of cocaine. That, I could fit way more than that in my butt. That's two. You? How much All cocaine? Do you think at least a pound. A pound. At least a pound. Call or text us at eight three three yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. The strangest, 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 dumbest, dumbest, and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney. So we spend a lot of time online. In fact, we have a kind of running joke that Audrey has somehow seen the entire Internet. I don't mean to. Yeah, it just happens while you're scrolling. I just see all the funny things. Yeah. You you are a great curator of funny things from the internet, and we actually have a couple of your hand selections that we're going to play. But first, <laughs> let's start with some Tips of Your Toddler clips. So okay. if you're not familiar with Tips of Your Toddler, it's where we transcribe the audio that was said by either a very drunk person or a little kid, and then the person has to guess. Uh, this is actually a toddler, but this toddler is talking about their hard, hard life. I'm not going to do this at my house. Old persons are lazy. That's why I'm not going to do it. It's hard life. It's a hard life. Did you say old people are lazy? <laughs> yes. Jeez, kid. It's funny, man. Like, kids just mimic what their parents say, right? So yeah. you know that there's some disgruntled parent in that household who is just... You're lazy. ...hates work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this toddler, a bit more optimistic, um, but definitely wants to get married right away. I asked somebody to marry me, and, and she is really, really beautiful. I'm really serious. I'm going to marry her when I get up. But What's her name? I don't know yet. <laughs> so, Dave, I would like to make somebody a special request for yeah, The Internet is course, Awesome. Yeah. This is something that we didn't hear until today, so I know it's probably not in here. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't listening earlier do, during Cover Your Ears, yeah. can, we, uh, can I please special request that into sure. the mix Which at one? some point? The one that sounded like it was a South Park rendition of oh, Master, Master of the Puppets. Master of Puppets by Metallica. You bet. Here you go. As a big Metallica fan and a big South Park fan, that just hits. It just sounds That's so a banger good. right there. I bet James is like, is this what they really think I sound like? <laughs> <laughs> yes, James, actually it is. Let's do another audio-based one uh, that is that is song-based. Um, and this one is almost as strange. It's Lizzo doing Do Host at one of her concerts. Yes. Okay. Didn't see that coming, but nope. here we go. Do Host. Do Host, miss. <laughs> it's just so 
random because, again, like you said, I would not have ever have thought that Lizzo would have been a Romstein fan. Me either. I, I wouldn't even think that Lizzo would know who Romstein is, is, right? Because no. no, it's been a long time since that song was a thing, too. But here you go. Um, this next one is a very generous offer. There is a young lady in a parking lot that is offering a guy a bit of a discount. <clears throat> I don't got ten. Okay. I got three dollars. Okay. So what am I gonna get? For the three? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> he is so excited. Like when you hear pure joy. So the, it's kind of hard to hear her. But yeah. I mean, obviously, she started she's out asking for $10 for a favor of sorts. And then he said, I have three bucks. And she said, Yes. For the three? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> and Deal also, of a lifetime. the video, too, the, the window is not all the way down, by the way. It's like. She's peeking her head through just like the top oh, part man. of the gra- glass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's like, for the three, for the three. Uh, and finally, we've got uh, some dudes that are getting hyped when they're getting ready to go out for the night. Oh, this is, yeah. I, I don't even want to spoil it. Just play it. Should we toss a little bit this afternoon? A little bit of that? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Arise, my son! <laughs> there is nothing more pure than the joy when you know that like the weekend is hitting and you've got some boys that want to rip it up with you. Like that feeling of just a whole fresh weekend right in front of you. Man, Jordan, you only played four, four seconds of that whole clip. Yeah, four dude, sets. Dude, that video, that thing was like 30 seconds long. It, anyways, but what it was is that they were all drunk from the next day. And we've all had one of those those mornings where you all wake up and it's like Still all of your drunk. friends are yeah. like in the room together and you're kind of like like you rise from the dead and it looks like everybody is just like haphazard. You're in your clothes from the night before. Yeah. You're craving nothing but hair of the dog. Yeah, and somebody suggests drinking and you're like, for the three! Yeah! Ah! You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, as you know, I, uh, I love my kids very much. Uh, my I son, hope so. who is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to lead it like that. <laughs> well, I mean. As you know, I love my kids today. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, so, some people ask me, like, do you have a favorite kid? And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll always say, yes, of course I do. It just depends on the day. Who's being the, the yeah, best? Yeah, like there's definitely days where I'm like, I don't like you very much. I love you, but you are be- you just punched me in the face for no reason and urinated on I me. I was going to say because there is some humor to misbehavior yes. as well. So, I mean, if it's innocent and cute, like your daughter was mooning right. her brother because... Yeah, because she had gotten a sucker and he didn't and or whatever he couldn't it was. or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. like that, you know, you have to like put her in time out. But at the same time, you're like... <laughs> Funny, hilarious. You're just like me, kid. (laughs) But there's other times where, like, my son doesn't want to go to bed, and I'll be carrying him upstairs, and he'll just punch me in the face. Because they just don't know that it's a punch. He's two. He's two. He's about to be three years old. Uh, But something that has happened recently is he is becoming a bit of an artiste. He is uh, his art... His eye for art is developing, which is really cute to see. Like, he really loves... He's a creator. When he sees his older sisters coloring, he wants to hop up there and grab a marker or Mm. a colored pencil and, you know, do his own little doodle and the whole bit. And it's really, really cute. Uh, Except for when it's not, which is something that happened uh, just the other day. Okay. I I was walking up the stairs, and I noticed there was a uh, large assortment of markers that were just kind of scattered all over at the top of the stairs. Oh, no. And that's when I realized that my son had decided to make... His new canvas, the uh, the walls and the floor all over at the top of the stairs. As you... With markers. Oh, yeah. no. Okay, so I have questions. Mm-hmm. How do you get that out? 
So, because I, I tried and I couldn't get it up with just like a paper towel and some water, which I thought maybe like these were what washable about markers. One of those uh, erasing, like from that bald guy. What's that yeah, baldo's name? The Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean. Yeah. Like a Mr. Clean so eraser. The, the, the magic eraser did get the job done. And my, my wife oh, has, okay. has, has enough reps in this, like where I couldn't get it up with the paper towel in the water and I like stomped to find her. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Look, you turn into a two-year-old yourself. And she's like, she's like, don't worry about it. I got it. And just pretty quickly got it up. And then it's just so awkward then because then I had to drive back to the orphanage and pick him back up after I dropped him off. And Dave. (laughs) Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Jordan. How would you describe your vibe? Tell us in five words or less. Message deleted. Oh, that's tough. How would you describe your vibe in five words or less? Jordan, a man of few words. Mm. Lay it on us. Happy. Hungry and feeling good. Uh, oh, okay, you get Happy, two more words. And feeling good. That's five. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Just oh, overall, you're just a happy, hungry guy. Yeah. Just all of the time. All the time. I, I would absolutely, totally agree with that. I've never, <laughs> ever seen a single instance where Jordan has been offered food and didn't eat it. Well, he's tall and he needs to be able, he's 6'8. I, I mean, never, like, that's not like casually. Yeah. That's not, ca- that's like. Tall. That's not casually tall. That's tall. No, it's it, it's obnoxiously tall. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, and not obnoxiously <laughs> tall. Why? Why no, are you saying not... that? Because you're six two three. Yeah, because he's taller than me, of course. And you hate uh, that. No, I think oh. that it's it's probably obnoxiously tall for you at times, right? Because the world is not designed for somebody who is six foot eight. True. Well, I'm six foot six. I'm not that oh. massive. <laughs> oh, well, wait. Yeah. Why did I think you were like seven seven Ma- feet? Because Mahoney always says he's six nine. Because Mahoney <laughs> thinks that anyone that is. Taller than him has got to be Andre the Giant. Oh, okay. Well, 6'6 six, six is like normal. Ish, I mean, that's about ish. like the cap of like when you're like, dang, you're tall. How do you yeah. fit in that Ford Fiesta? Does that fit you well? Yeah, it fits really well. Does it really? It's, yeah, it's like. Uh, <laughs> it's I, a small car for a big guy. A lot of people think that, but it, yeah. it fits me perfectly. Which fine. is huh. funny because Mahoney just thinks he has to have the tallest. He's just so tall that no car fits him. And Mahoney's meanwhile, like we've got one. Jordan in a Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There, there are some vehicles out there, I will say, to Mahoney's credit, like Forerunners for whatever reason. Have you ever sat in a Forerunner, like in the driver's seat? I have not. They have a smaller cab. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, when you get in it, it feels like, even me, I'm, yeah. you know, 6'2", mm-hmm. I, I feel like I don't fit in a Forerunner very well. I had a Forerunner in college. Did you? Mm-hmm. You were one of those hot Forerunner chicks, huh? Uh, you know I what I'm talking th- about? There's a hot Forerunner chicks. I would have thought, yeah. uh, I love that, yeah. actually. No, yeah. I... Uh, I Love that. I didn't know that there was mm-hmm. hot forerunner chicks. Yep. I just always thought there was hot Jeep chicks. There's definitely hot Jeep. And in fact, my wife talks about how when she was Yes, we all wanted 16, to be the hot Jeep girl. Yes, you were like the cut-off jean shorts, the yes. top off, you know, of the, the Jeep. White, and the white the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no doors. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I think she still wants that. Yeah, because it's such a vibe. And it's something Look, that like, we grew up looking birthday. at. <laughs> no yeah, where are you going to put all the kids? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they, I don't think the dream in, included four car seats. <laughs> <laughs> kind of takes the sexiness vibe out of it if you, you know, have a toddler vomiting out of the back. Please leave a message after the tone. The phrase kicking someone's ass implies that their ass will indeed be kicked. But that's never the case. If you're going to kick my ass, kick my ass. 
Message deleted. So you're saying, I feel like this guy's kind of like he wants punishment. <laughs> you know those dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it is interesting that you would say, I, I'm going to kick your ass, but that's the last thing that you would actually kick because kicking someone's ass doesn't hurt them but at all. But who really says that these days? I'm going to kick your ass. Like, I, don't, I feel like that I'm sounds like so like, like right, you put them up. Yeah. Or like a Waiyaiyuata, like it just feels so I feel like old. That's, I feel like that's very removed for you, but like you go to any dive bar USA on a <laughs> Thursday Christ. night towards the end of the night, and that phrase is still being said it's in 2023. Giving monster energy. Yeah, the dude definitely has a star tattoo somewhere on it. Yes, him. famous yeah. stars and straps were yes, worn. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but is there a phrase that people use more often than that whenever they're about to beat someone up? Like, I feel like kicking your ass is a lot different than I'm going to beat your ass. Like, I'm going to beat your ass is much more aggressive. Like, I'm going to kick your ass seems kind of like cartoony, Yay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, come on. Man. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, did you know that procs were used in the movie Idiocracy? They were just coming out, and the people from Idiocracy was like, who in the world is going to wear plastic shoes with hoes and be popular? I don't think so. And look at you, putting nuts on your crocs now. <laughs> Message deleted. And don't you talk about the croc, uh, the, uh, croc nuts? <laughs> Audrey is a big supporter of the croc nuts. Yeah. Um, so I just looked it up. Idiocracy dropped in 2006. So almost 20 years ago is 17 years ago is when Crocs were actually so I, first introduced. That's so wild. Yeah, I guess so, because I remember them becoming a thing whenever I was in high school, like my sophomore year. And uh, like that's pretty much like the stamp of of in time that I can. Yeah, that's that's pretty on par, I guess. And when girls also started using the little bedazzled jewels on them too. Those have been around since the Crocception. Yeah, see, I, I I have been not a Croc fan since the jump, just because I'm like these things are atrocious looking. I would never wear them. I'm still in that camp. I would really? never wear them. They're not mm. for me. But um, like my seven year old daughter has some Crocs, and they are just the cutest things because she has her little like used a little bedazzled, so cute little jewels that she puts in there, and it's just the cutest thing. So I have. And she loves flipping between sport and regular. Yes, man. So I've turned the page. You did? Are you wearing Crocs now? No, but my boyfriend's daughter has a pair or two. It's and the kids. every time it's she the wears Crocs. them, I'm like, you. They are so so cute. cute. Yeah. Like the ones that are the closed toe and yeah. the open toe ones, like the sandal version. She has yeah. like the, the fuzzy sandal versions. Uh-huh. And every time I see them, even. Um, uh, I have a friend of mine who has the platform ones. Like she's walking around like a Croc Spice Girl, and I'm see, like, those are cute too. Uh, see, I, I she has that tiny feet. I, I, you can't be walking around with boats. I, and maybe I'm just being shallow here, but I, I still firmly believe you cannot be sexy in Crocs. Like they that's don't, comfort. No, they. But that's that, that's a, a, the difference, right? Is like okay. you, you can't be hot wearing Crocs. So I thought. You're going See, for you male propagandist always telling us women that we're hottest when we're our comfiest. No, it's for mm. dudes, too. Huh. Interesting. So we can't just roll out of bed, put our Crocs on, you won't find us hot. We got to wear our high heels. You're damn dr- right. <laughs> you best dress up for me. <laughs> no, man. Would you keep we're... Crocs on during sex? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the Dave and there is a certain person, so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? 
These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? The thing that I love about doing the Karen Chronicles on a regular basis is that every day I'm astounded that the Karens and the Darrens of the world are able to be mad at things that I never thought you could be mad at. Like the Mississippi River. Or, Dave, also another thing that's great about the Karen Chronicles, where we chronicle the adventures of these evil Karens out in the wild, is that there is never... It is a endless supply of content. Yes. Like, we could search... This bit could go on for a hundred years. There are so many entitled people out there. The Karens and the Darrens of the world has nothing to do with the actual name. It is an attitude and lifestyle. But in this case, it is a real-life Karen. Mad at the Mississippi River. It's got four and a half out of five stars, 108 reviews, and I'm kind of surprised that that many people have reviewed a river. I mean, it feels actually feels low considering it does. it's North America's longest river, Dave. Miss K said five out of five stars. The natural divider between the eastern U.S. and the western U.S., even though it's not really halfway. The river is the main thoroughfare for shipping all sorts of stuff from the bottom of the U.S. to the top and back again. Oil, coal, grain, raw materials. You can even go on the Mississippi River cruises if that's something that appeals to you. I've been on mm. a Mississippi River cruise. You are a dork. They actually uh, used to do, I used to gamble on the Mississippi, oh, too. that's cooler. Yeah. The Mississippi goes through Missouri? Yeah, it ends in Missouri, Missouri. The Missouri River ends in Missouri. Yeah. That's where those two rivers converge, right in St. Louis, which is why it was such a big city in 1783. It was the hustle and bustle. <laughs> yeah. I used to just ship the Budweiser the right out of there. The great Midwest. Huh? Yeah. The last time it was relevant. Uh, Fox E said five out of five. They call me Mr. Hippie, and I'm looking for my soulmate, my hippie partner, my Mrs. Hippie, if you will. Maybe I'll find her my Mississippi River. Is this man trying to make sweet love to a... Did you miss this pun? Maybe I'll find her by the Mrs. Hippie River. <laughs> This is one of the coolest rivers in the world. Okay. It's kind of um, grimy. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and Karen would tend to agree with you. Said one out of five stars. It's okay, but it's so boring. It's so long, so what's the point of seeing it when you can't see all of it? With that being said, it's also hard to navigate. Not that I tried. I can just tell. I also know that it's poisonous. That's why I was so angry when I got pushed in. I have never been more sick in my life. I know that down the road I will probably regret ever going because I probably contracted a deadly disease from the Mississippi River. The Great Mississippi? More like a Great Miss or Miss I Sicky. Wrong. I mean, you get pushed in a, a river. Somebody's trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was not by accident. <laughs> they were trying to murder you, Karen. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So something happened today that has never happened in the history of us doing this radio show together. And we've been doing this thing together for a very long time, Mahoney. What's that, Dave? Uh, you walked into the studio and said, yo, have you heard that new T-Pain song? We need to play it. We do need to play that new T-Pain song. Okay, explain what this T-Pain song is and where you heard it. So T-Pain, I actually, I was on social media the other day and he had a new album come out, a new covers album. So it's like, you know, him covering a lot of famous songs like Frank Sinatra. Okay. In which you wouldn't think T-Pain and Frank Sinatra would go well together, but they do. But the one that just kind of, I'm wearing long sleeves right now, but I literally have... A little bit of goosebumps, even thinking about how hard he went on this Black Sabbath cover. T-Pain doing Ozzy. Yep. Like, I got about a minute of it, 
So I, we, you we, haven't we, heard any of this, right? I haven't heard any of it. We were thinking about playing the whole thing, then realized that the whole minutes. thing is six minutes and eighteen seconds. So that's probably a bit much. But uh, just know if you do like this, there is plenty more out there for you. But yeah, this is a cover of War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Like you said, T Pain doing Ozzy. I have a hard time envisioning it, but let's just give it a listen. Enjoy. Okay, I mean, I, I actually like it a lot better when they take the the big affect off of his voice yeah. because the thing that people don't realize about T Pain, he can actually sing. He can sing. sing great, and he's always been the auto tune dude. He was the kind of the pioneer yeah. in the mainstream of it. You know, I mean, really leaned into it and it created us that T Pain sound. Most people don't even know it's auto tune. It's just T Pain, mm-hmm. and dude, I mean, literally can. Bring it. I mean, doing Ozzy is not easy for anybody on the planet. And the fact that T-Pain, I mean, can go as hard as he did right there. Well, I mean, one of the things you guys were just mentioning, the auto-tune of T-Pain, I I don't know if you're familiar, but he has a Twitch stream. Yep. And he's huge on Twitch, actually. Is he really? Yeah, he's massive. And um, I was tuning in one day, and whenever I was watching, he was having a conversation because, obviously, auto-tune just gets such a bad rap, right? Like, a lot of people, whenever you're thinking of auto-tune, you're thinking people who can't sing, it's used to perfect their pitches that they can't hit. Yeah, it's a crutch. Right? Like, it's like... but. He said that he actually, because he's a tech guy, he's a he's a, like usually like a producer of sorts, yes, right? Yeah. So he's gone into, into auto tune, and he like you purposefully have to like mix things up to like design it to where whenever you're singing, if you're going to sing poorly on purpose, you have to know where your voice needs to be. It's like an art. Mm. You have to know where your voice needs to be in order for it to create that sort of sound. I love when people basically do like master classes for free. Love yeah, it. On Twitch. It's so yeah. cool. It's seriously so cool. It's like, uh, thanks he's, for the he, he's worth the follow uh, as well as Dave Mahoney on Twitch.tv streaming right now. Uh, he also covers Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, yeah, oh, Chris really? Stapleton. So, yeah. Oh, I love Chris Tennessee Stapleton. Whiskey. Wow. I mean, right, don't stop me. believing. Really? From Journey? Journey? I mean, T-Pain I mean, it's, it's a wild covers album that came out last week, and man, just... How old do you think T-Pain is, by the way? 45? No. <laughs> For real? You really think he's 45? Yeah. No, I think, I think he's a very weathered 36. Mahoney, you're looking it up? He's 38. 38. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Close. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on. What? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I... Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's an all-new blooper reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
Many times over the years, all of us have been asked the very important question, what that mouth do? Uh, and unfortunately, the answer is not the right thing. We uh, screw up a lot, and so instead of trying to pretend like we're perfect when we are clearly anything but, we are going to celebrate our screw-ups. Jordan, is there a star of the blooper reel this week? We have a bright, shining star this week. Shut up. Is it me? His name is Mahoney. Ah! Star of the show every week, every day, every minute, every hour. (laughs) Except for the hour that you left today. (laughs) Man, I had a doctor's appointment. (laughs) Uh, Man, if you knew how to work a calendar, you wouldn't set a doctor's appointment. No, it's because you could only, they can't go on a Saturday and had to be a weekday. (laughs) And he didn't want to do it after the show because those are prime nap hours. Couldn't do it after the show. Doesn't matter. Here we go. Uh If you're a bibliophile who loves overflowing shelves and selections galore, this is the place for you. Definitely into some kinks if you're bibliophile. You're bibliophile. I will not take that car because I can't say that name. You can't see Mitsubishi. 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 Everything you touch as a kid is foul. Think about ball pits. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh yeah. There's so, just fecal metal everywhere. Uh, There's so just fecal metal everywhere. Fecal metal. Like, I want it to punch me, like, clean out my sinuses. It's so powerful. Just same thing with wasabi. Same thing with wasabi. Wasabi, which is essentially just horseradish. It was 1984, mm-hmm. and she paid, I believe, $40,000 for a two-bedroom, one-bath. $40,000. I like the truck ducks for your Crocs. There's truck nuts for Crocs? Yeah, man. Stop. You, put the, you put the nuts on the back of your Crocs. That- truck ducks. Truck duck duck ducks. When do I ever try to? No, I don't try to take in charge of anything. No, what? man. I just, I'm, I'm the one here. Just, you know. Trying to take in charge of anything. Take in charge. You're dating somebody that's toxic or whatever. I'm just done. Or if you do my friend wrong, I'm not going to try to pretend to be friends with your ex. Here it comes. I will not take All that slapped. car because I can't say that name. You can't say Mitsubishi. You, you, Mitsubishi. You Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. <laughs> if you're a bibliophile, you're Same thing with the side. The side. I like the truck ducks for your Crocs. There's truck nuts for Crocs? Yeah, man. Stop. Truck ducks, truck, 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 ducks, ducks. When do I ever try to... No, I don't try to take in charge of anything. Try to... It was 1984. Mm-hmm. And she paid, I believe, 40000 Think about ball pits. Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, yeah. There's so fecal metal everywhere. Uh, So Audrey is just a little butterfly, and I say that, again, with love. Don't mean that in a negative way, but Uh if you don't have Audrey in the room with you at any given time, like sometimes I'll text her about something to do with work, Mm -hmm. and she just won't respond for like a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I got things to do. Uh Uh-huh. 
And obviously, you know, you and I have been kind of jousting over this whole meeting thing, like yeah. having meetings during normal business hours, you know, when we t- have to talk about things. Meetings that could be emails should be emails. I totally agree. These are not meetings that should be emails. I would never... <laughs> I know what you guys want to happen, and that's for me to do the meeting and then send you Dave, a recap of it. Just be a team player. No, you lazy bums. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I do that just because it's funny. It's just funny to poke at you about it. That's all. <laughs> but it's not just me. It's also like your friends. Like if your friends plan something with you and then like don't double and triple confirm, you just think that the thing is not happening. No, no, no. no. Okay, so let me ask the room. Okay. This question. All right. So last week. Um, you know, I had, again, I had had my surgery and we had, I'd taken some days off or whatever. And, um, I had planned like five days ahead whenever I hadn't had my surgery, like for a coffee date. Right. And, and I was full blown. Like, I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to be okay. Like there's no big deal. Like, let's just plan for this day. But fast forward five days ahead and I hadn't heard anything. Like, it was just kind of like, Hey, like, we're just like, let's. Plan for this day. It's a date sort of thing. But you guys mm. set a date and time and place? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so but, Mahoney. Yeah. Be on my she, team here. She knows okay. that I'm not going to back <laughs> so, up with it. So, oh, That's all I need to hear from you. So, <laughs> so, I mean, if you don't hear anything the day before or the day of, I'm assuming that it has been canceled. So, I mean, because. No, absolutely not, you well, no, moron. Because people's it's a lives, social thing. No, uh, if, if people's we, lives are so busy that, because uh, even though I, I you know, we had to set this date, and it's no big deal. It was not a big deal that you know, that we did or didn't have it happen or not. But I guess what what I'm trying to say is is that. I'm so angry right now. And I asked my girlfriends this as well. I was like, so if you don't hear from somebody within a 24 hours, like, hey, just making sure we're still on for tomorrow, because it's not like a work meeting. It's just like a social hangout, and things happen, life happens. Mm-hmm. So like, if you don't have like a confirmed text or even just like no, an no, hour before, no, no, no. The for date, real, the date is set, and if if unless there is a hey, we're not going to be able to make it, it's happening. So like, I'm going to introduce you to something, and I hold on, hold on to your panties because I don't want to blow your mind. There's a thing in your phone called a calendar. Sure. And when you when you put something on the calendar, it is going to happen. That's how I operate. Yeah. Okay. On the calendar, it's going to happen. So I think that there's just uh, so I think it just has to boil down to the friend because I have my best friend, Kennedy, whenever we plan for something, if we don't hear from each other in 24 hours, then it's just not happening. Like that's just how we operate. I, and I think like, I guess like, your lives are chaos. And and no. my girlfriend's back home. Like that's just how we operate. Like yeah, I think you're, that you're like you're in an echo chamber of unorganized people. No, no, no. Kennedy's a project manager. Mm, yep. <laughs> She's not an organized. If you at don't all. hear within the twenty four hour range, and like I would say even up until like if we're going to meet at let's just say noon, and I don't hear before ten a.m. Yeah, I'm considering that thing to be off. So, but then what I, are you talking you need about? A secondary if we put something in the calendar, no, you don't. If yeah, you put you it do. in the calendar, you would need a cancellation if it's not going to happen. But you're always talking about working smarter, not harder. You're talking about putting three additional steps in there. Do I need to confirm with you seventy two hours before and then twenty four hours? Yes. In the if day you guys as are well? getting, if you guys have lunch plans on a weekend, uh-huh. you don't. You've told me that if you don't hear from Mahoney. That you assume that those plans are canceled. No, I have to. I have and you double, have to reach out. I to have him. to double confirm with him because yes. I know that he is an unorganized boob as well. But you do the confirmation because you're not going to show up without making sure that he's going to be there. It's an extra step for me because he doesn't know how to use a calendar either. 
calendars are overrated. I think you can't even say the word right. How, how do you say it? Calendar. Why do you just call it a colander? Uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I just I, I I wholeheartedly agree with you, Audrey. And there is nothing better to me. I hate drunk me so much, and this is one of the reasons why uh, I haven't been drinking yeah. nearly yeah. as You're much. Always, <laughs> Mahoney does You're this so every eager. time. Dude, I make all the plans in the world. You would think I would love being like, I would be like a socialite mm-hmm. when I am drunk. We gotta do this and we gotta do this. Mahoney's like making plans to go bungee jumping when he's drunk. <laughs> like, Jeez, he's not doing any of this stuff. And then sober me comes around and then some people, like, if I am sober and make plans with you, those plans are real. But if I have had even one drink. Not real. Those are not real plans. Not real plans. need to be confirmed yeah. at least six times. <laughs> yeah, man. And then during one of those six times, you'll find an excuse to not do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's finding an excuse to not show up because I want to be there. I just want to make sure that, like, I don't have to waste makeup. That's not, that's how I envision it. It's like I don't want to have to, like, get ready and go through the process of getting ready yeah, if showering? you're not going to show up. Why or, am I like, making myself pretty? Versa. I don't know. You guys get stood up a lot. Like, is this like some PTSD going on here? Where you I feel guys... like maybe we all have, or like we're like semi getting ready for something, and then you like reach out and be like, "Oh man, like sorry, I have to like last minute cancel." I hate a last minute cancellation, so that's why I think maybe if if I don't hear from you within a twenty four hour period, then I'm just going to assume it's off. You guys are exhausting. No, I think that we're just realistic for. People's yeah, you realistically plans. exhausting. Life, you just live a life like yeah, yeah. you have a, like a regimen. Like, do you have it. like OCD? Is that what do it I is? Have OCD yeah, because like, I put something on my calendar yeah. when we make plans and then show up. Yeah, yeah, that's OCD, buddy. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Horny housewives unite. Is that a new show on TLC? No, it could be. Uh, it is a, a, a the seventh season of a very seasoned show that is returning. It is Outlander. Nice, dude. There's I just so watched much. season one. There's on seven repeat. seasons of Outlander. There is so much there sex in more. that show. It's there should be way more. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we're seeing um, with a lot of women, just in general, I mean, I, we know that there is just so much of that, like rom com, like romance, especially like period pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pride and Prejudice, where women just like drool over all of that. Yeah. We don't. We haven't really had like a Pride and Prejudice movie or like a Notebook movie. Since those movies came out like 15 years ago, what has what ha, what what have we had? Yeah, I mean, God, Notebook has to be what almost 20 years ago now, right? Sure, like, this was a long time ago. Yeah, but you're right. No, there hasn't been a single movie that has seemed to like, uh, captivate everyone. It was like the Fifty Shades of Grey had all the makings of it, right? Because sure, but that's spicy. That, that's pretty spicy. Yeah, but everyone was all about those books, yeah. and it seemed like everyone was in on that. Mm-hmm. But then the movie was. Such a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, and we have Colleen Hoover's book, um, uh, It Ends With Us or whatever it is, that's going to be turned into, that's the new book turned movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Lively is going to be starring in that, yep. um, that everybody's kind of like going gaga for. Um, but otherwise, I mean, I feel like we're all in it. Like whenever we hear another Outlander um, ep- or seasons coming out, we're like, yes. But they're doing that annoying thing where they're breaking it up into two parts. So the, uh, the worst, the, the first eight episodes, which is still pretty healthy, but it's just not the full mm-hmm. season, uh, is 
is going to debut on June 16th at midnight on Stars, but then part two, which is the final eight episodes, that's not going to debut until 2024 sometime. That's a long yeah. wait, and I, I'm just appalled that you don't forget the or you forgot that you know uh, amazing romantic comedy uh, murder mystery with Jennifer. I Aniston liked and murder mystery. Adam Sandler. They are making a sequel. Would you say that that's a romance movie? I, 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 like it's just I a felt comedy. the chemistry between those two. They didn't even. They were angry at each other the whole time. That's how most relationships <laughs> are, right? It's very true Jennifer to life. Aniston's really good at doing like uh, almost breakup or breakup films. Yeah. I've, I've really uh, come to appreciate Jennifer Aniston She's as great. I've gotten older. Yeah, you used to hate her. Now you uh, now now you're all about it. Which yeah. I, I'm glad you turned. The she door. was uh, she was she was right about Angelina Jolie. She certainly was. She was. So, Mahoney, I know that you have uh, some history with Summerfest. This is kind of like one of the OG festivals. This is a festival that's been going on uh, for a couple of decades now, and it was before all of the other festivals were such a regular thing. Uh, but they uh, they actually rolled out the the lineup, which is it's happening in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's, Didn't you almost get arrested for urinating outside? Yeah, Summerfest one yeah, year? yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. They, they, uh, Miller sent me up there for a promotion like 15 years ago, yeah, and because right. I was the you know the low man on the totem pole, and everybody else was going to like Red Rock and Colorado or L.A. or all these other crazy places. And then the only one that nobody picked was Summerfest in Milwaukee. And it was one of the greatest venues and concerts that I've ever been to in my life. Love me some uh, Summerfest in Milwaukee. Well, I mean, it's a perfect time. You know, as a Minnesota kid myself, you know, mid-June, so June 22nd through the 24th. Um, and, and the lineup is just, I mean, Eric Church, L. King, Zach Brown Band, uh, James Taylor, Cheryl Crow, The Bleachers, 3-6 Mafia, Elvis Costello, Dave Matthews Band, uh, Earth, Wind, and if, Fire, Zach Bryan, Imagine Dragons, AJR, Mafia is just and it's a month long. Hill. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy. month. It's a yeah. month long. And one of the, so if you're in the Midwest or you have family in the Midwest, uh, I can't recommend Summerfest enough because one of the other things that's really cool, the year I was there, they had, I believe it was Louis Black and Dave Chappelle were both performing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so they have monster comedians who do sets, too. So it's like a little bit of everything for everybody. So highly recommend it if you've never heard of it before. Bad Bunny getting sued. $40 million. His okay, this is such, this is the pettiest thing so I've goofy. ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah. Why is he getting sued so for $40 million? His, his ex-girlfriend... Uh, left him a recording, and it's included in a couple of his songs, and she claims that her saying Bad Bunny Baby uh, is actually her intellectual property, and because it's her voice that she left in the recording, uh, she said she never gave consent for it to be used in the song, $40 million. The reason why this is an issue is because as soon as he and the media confirmed and his PR team confirmed that he is dating Kendall Jenner, that this is now happening yeah and she's also propping herself up because she went to law school she got accepted into law school in 2016 which i think is about the time that they broke up because mm-hmm. they were a couple from like 2011 to 2016 cool and now she's like hey i'm a lawyer i'm gonna see you awesome you know what, what a try cool also guess what chick your voice is probably generic enough to where he could probably just swap it out swap it out no everybody's replaceable <laughs> literally this is david mahoney To another Friday. Yeah, we have. We are drinking amongst friends and are somehow still employed, somehow, some way. And so, for another week of gainful employment, we are going to celebrate by drinking on the job. I love it. 
can't oh, open yeah. this. I'm going to need you. I got you. I got okay. you. Okay. Audrey has she very long nails. Them new nails on. Them new nails that I did myself because I am talent. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, though. But not talented uh, enough to open a can of beer. And the beer that we are going to be drinking today is from uh, Dewey Beer. Dewey. This is part of their Secret Machine series. This one is the Baked Alaska. It's pistachio, chocolate, raspberry, and oh! vanilla. We just both took a sip. And it is 7% alcohol by we volume. Like and this is they are calling this a fruit smoothie beer. I'm going to finish this beer, I think. Today. Oh, I was expecting this to be dark. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's oh. like, uh, oh, I was I was expecting more pink. Yeah, the five categories in which we rate every single beer here on Beer for Breakfast are look, smell, taste, feel, and drinkability. I love the look of this artwork on the beer. That's what drew it to me. Also, the pistachio, chocolate, raspberry, and vanilla, you know, uh, labeling on there. Just uh, that sounds like something that I am all about. My mom and I were just talking about baked Alaska. Are any of you familiar with no. baked Alaska? No. No? Is that a dish or something? It's a dessert. Okay. It's like a fancy dessert, and no. I've never had it myself, but, you know, my mom told me, like, when she was 16, mm. her parents took her to a restaurant of her choice, and they took her to the fanciest restaurant in town. And she got baked Alaska? And she thought that was the thing to do, and she was like, I hated it. <laughs> I just, uh, so I, I don't know what baked it's Alaska aw, is supposed to taste like. A core memory. That's awful. But I like all of those <laughs> ingredients right there. Looking at the uh, look, I mean, very, very hazy. Uh, it is, you know, Frothy. like a uh, not a, it's like a pink peachish. Like if uh, a pink peach existed, that's kind of what it looks like. But a lot ahead. Very, very frothy. Let's move on to the smell of the Dewey Beer Secret By Machine way, Baked Alaska. Shout out to its name. I just love Dewey? That, that his name is Dewey. Dewey. Hey, I, Dewey. I like this Dewey well, beer. Dewey, that's what, kind of, not. what kind of beer you got, Dewey? I, I don't Dewey. know. Secret Machine. <laughs> so they're out of Delaware, out of Dewey Beach in Delaware. They've got like Dewey three locations Beach. up there. Oh, they don't talk like that but, up in uh, Delaware. But I don't call. That's because you, Delaware doesn't exist. But you it's not call, a real state. Yeah, it's just a tax fraud <laughs> place. It's a tax haven. Ta- yeah. Um, the thing is, though, Dave. Propped up for voting. Dewey as a name is what we call driving under the influence. So for a beer company <laughs> to be called Dewey, I'm like, ah! That's funny. I didn't think of that, yeah. but that's so true. Dewey beer. Um, it doesn't smell, because I've already tasted it, it doesn't smell as good as it tastes. The smell is sweet. There's no, a, yeah, smell is not just, great at all. You, it's not bad. It's just very it sweet. You don't like foul. sweet? It's, yeah, it smells... Like spoiled almost. It smells like the well, yeast. It, is a, it smells like yeast to me. Yeah. A fruit smoothie beer. You know, some oh, people yeah. have labeled this as like a semi-sour. Yeah. I guess uh, in it, that it kind of smells like a smoothie does. Yeah. Like if you've ever smelled a smoothie. Like the banana smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. We have already been drinking over here, Mahoney. I, that's, oh, wow. Yeah. Keep on. That's my first drink. Wow. Keep on drinking, yeah, right? Buddy. So that, that first ah. drink is like, whoa, because it is a That comes rush. out of left field. Yeah, yeah. It is a rush yeah, you can't, of, of multiple flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't, judge, you can't judge on that first drink. So no. just what do you mean? I was judging positively. Getting, I had that first sip, and I was like. you got to get out acclimated. I mean, certainly the first sip uh, is tart. Yeah. What's the first, percent on this? 7%. Which, I taste no alcohol. Sorry, no. I'm jumping the gun here. But yeah. it, let's move um, on to our favorite part of the show. Tell me what you're, tell me what you're tasting, Audrey. Um, I'm tasting... Ooh. legit like a smoothie this is like a if you were to put this in a blender with ice i would enjoy it I like it is this that is healthy yeah or maybe not healthy but like faux healthy it like. tastes like fermented smoothie yeah. what are those fo- what is those like the smoothie shops like jamba juice or J- something yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if you told me this was a jamba juice i would believe you it, this tastes like the kombucha 
of smoothies. Yep. You know what I mean? It's got that yep. fermented taste where I could tell that it's like mm. boozy, but it doesn't taste like booze. Right. It's just like I can tell that it's not an actual smoothie. You know, like when you get to the very bottom of a smoothie, and it's basically all just liquid, and you're just vacuuming in that liquid smoothie. <laughs> That's exactly what this but tastes like. I- to me. Really enjoy this. I'm not. Per- I'm not usually a sour fan, but if I'm going to go into the vein of any type of sours, I like them to be like the blueberry cheesecakes, you know, or yeah, the yeah. raspberry ice creams. Like I yeah. like you that vanilla. Sours. Like I like the but the fruited sours that are paired with that sweet cakey vanilla. So you have more, a little bit more balance, balance. to it. And this than, is why I think and I like this a so fair, much. There's a, I mean, there is a strong sweetness to this that I'm getting overall. Dave, you're, you traditionally do like sours. What are your thoughts on the Dewey Beer Secret Machine Baked Alaska? So I didn't think that this was going to be this tart, this yeah. sour, because it's it, it's painted as just like kind of a sweet beer, and yeah. I'm not a fan of sweet beers at all. Because of the tartness, even though I'm not traditionally a fan of sour things i like sour beers Mm -hmm. and because of the sourness i like this a lot more it balances out all of the sweetness and again it is a flavor rush that i'm still like trying to get my head around roller coaster you're like what am i tasting i don't really know but i like it (laughs) i like it it's so many ups and downs i mean when you combine pistachio chocolate raspberry and vanilla and you get that no chocolate the chocolate is there in the finish it's it's very very light same thing with the pistachio obviously the biggest flavor in here i think is the raspberry the vanilla balances it out a little bit but it's still i would say it's not queenly sweet but it still does have that like sweetness more so than a sourness yep overall for me the alcohol as audrey pointed out absolutely non-existent uh jordan is you are the uh most inexperienced drinker on the show is this a beer you like a hundred percent this is 100%. like re- as soon as I took the first sip, my reaction was the same as Dave's and Audrey's. It, yeah, it was a flavor blast. It's very smooth. It's it's heavier than I thought it would be. Looking mm-hmm. at it, you know, but when you say when you uh, define it as a fruit smoothie beer, it's about that consistency. So right under medium bodied, I would say it does have that smooth consistency. A little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, uh, velvety. This so, in there as well. Razor in the chat asked uh, what we would pair this with, and then he said a steak. Absolutely not. No. Fact, no. I wouldn't pair this with anything. anything. No. This Other is, than a good time. Summer this beer. Is, <laughs> this is like a dessert. Spring beer. Yeah, this is like a dessert this that is 100%. drink by itself. This is a dessert beer. This yep. is a post-meal. Yep. I mean, obviously, it's Baked Alaska, which is a dessert, thus making it, you know, I mean, it's kind of on the name. It is a dessert beer. Uh you know, moving on to the drinkability for me, I think this is a pretty easy drinking beer. It's taste really, I don't know if I, I can drink more than... I could have multiples. I think yeah. I'm probably Good a one beer. and done on this, but I like it. I think it is really good for what it is. Price point on this is a little high. So I, before you get into the price point, because Dave has a boat and Dave is rich, so price doesn't matter, apparently. I feel like <laughs> I feel like whenever we're talking about, you know, as we're getting into the warmer months, as we're talking about things that you don't usually eat with food, and a lot of times, sometimes beers are your, uh, your lunch, uh-huh. whenever you're out by the pool or on the boat, um, we talk about bathing suit beers. I feel like I'm, I'm drinking this. I don't feel like it's super heavily carbonated to where I feel like I'm not getting that bloat that sometimes like a Corona might give you, even though Corona poolside is kind of a go-to. I don't feel, I feel like this is a bathing suit beer. I feel like this you could have in your cooler and you could grab it and be, it would almost be better the hotter you are. If you reached into a cooler and you pulled this out on the boat, 
I think it works. I don't think it's a traditional like bathing suit boat beer because it is a bit thicker, medium bodied. Yeah, but, but at the same time, you know, like a lot of those like hazy IPAs. All right, those are get, thick boys those, too. Those can be thick as well, and those do work well. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're right, Audrey. I think this pairs perfectly with a hot summer. It's a day. nice. It's a nice addition to your cooler. Actually, let me let me rephrase that. I think this pairs perfectly with as the sun is starting to go down, mm. like dusk. You know, yeah. it's like it's still warm out. You're still in your bathing suit. You're already hammered. It's the nightcap. <laughs> yeah, but it's a nightcap. That's exactly what it is. I like this beer again. I, I but for me, I think this is a uh, it's a, it's a one and done for me personally. I, I it's very flavorful. It, wow, it's, really? This oh, is he's going to give it a lower is, score than us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's fine. It's, and that's it's, always it's my personal yeah. review uh, for for it. But uh, the Dewey Beer Secret Machine uh, Baked Alaska. I mean, it's nineteen dollars and ninety nine cents for a four pack. Okay, so that does. So change it things, is a right? little bit yeah. more expensive. I don't know if I would buy more than one four. Pack of these, uh, but I don't I think you I, need no, you it. don't need it. No, if, yeah. if it's just for you, like yeah. having more for than four sixteen of these ounces at seven percent, so a little yeah. pricier. It's a it's a great flavor. Uh, it's just not my absolute favorite style of beer, but I think it is Fair. very flavorful and yeah. it is really good for what it is. No, I'm with you. Like I would never go into a beer store seeking something like this out because yeah. it's just not what I traditionally do. But if it was in a cooler. But if it was in a cooler and I grabbed it, I would absolutely be down. Yeah. And I'm glad that I discovered it, right? Because this isn't something that I would go find on my own. Yeah. And so for what it is, it's really very good. I my, my, my biggest, the thing for me personally, I think if it was a little bit lighter overall yeah. body-wise, sure. if it was closer to lighter than medium-bodied, I, it, it would probably sit a little bit better for me because I prefer, you know, sours overall. See, but the stick on your cut, Mahoney, it's, and then I know for people watching along, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney, it makes me feel like that makes it an actual smoothie. Uh, and it looks like it's cold. Got, it's got to have so much yeah. sugar. So much. Oh, so much I don't sugar. even want to look. Can you I get what? a drum roll, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mahoney's Beer Scale Supremacy. I give the Dewey Beer Secret Machine Baked Alaska a 3.75 out of 5. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Do you think the track suits are the official uniform of comfort? Message deleted. I think that's a fair question, but um, no, I don't think the track suits are the uniform of comfort. And the reason why is because I think it's different for every person. Yeah. Like everyone has their uniform of comfort. Um, the other day, I, I saw our, our, our good friend, Bossy Rossi. And he was not in a tracksuit. He was not in a tracksuit. Oh, my God. I was going to say, what the hell? He, we, we went <laughs> and, grabbed, we went and grabbed a beer. And after uh, we had had the beer, because I didn't notice what he was wearing when he walked up to the table initially, because I think I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with Mahoney. But when, after we'd had the beer, he stood up and he was wearing camouflage sweatpants. And I was like, don't you make fun of a man in camo? I was like, what are you, a Leah? Like, what is what? happening right now? What? Camo is back. I know. I for get the spring it. and summer. I get it. I get it. Would Fine. you like to know any more trends? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I say but that as a person who just uh, bought I sta- camo. Herself. I started giving him some guff because I'm like, what are you doing, what are you doing man? <laughs> Shut up! You don't make fun of Bossy like that. I know, and he he, he explained to me that he, you know, he sits for you know his entire day when he's at work. He's like, I just want to be comfortable. I'm like, I get that. Man of the my, South, my man uh, of my heart. Yeah, my, <laughs> the man of the South from Boston slash Florida. No, from Florida. He lived yeah. a lot of time in Florida. But my uniform of comfort is exactly what I'm wearing right now. It's a black t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, and even you though find I've got comfort in jeans, gross. 
it's it's specifically like this pair of jeans. Oh, like, okay. I've got a ton of jeans, and I almost always still choose this pair if they're clean. We every were just time. talking. Mahoney just bought a pair of jeans himself. We were just discussing about how hard it is to find a good pair of jeans that you feel like whenever you sit down, you don't have to like unbutton them because right. they hit in a weird spot or, yep. or whatever. It's, I, and it's such a specific thing. I mean, just like the, the bend of the knee. Ah! Oh, you know, God, you know yes. what I'm talking about? Yep, sure do. Um, and then at home for me, like I've got the, the like the same style because I bought a bunch of them because I'm just that type of idiot. You are that type of guy. Yeah, and it's just the same type of little like sweat shorts that I put on every single night, and so, I just love them. You see me most days. Today yep. we have photos at our building, so I actually wore clothes, but mm-hmm. usually I'm like at leisure. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is more of the tracksuit of comfort. For women, athleisure for, for sure. Like my wife wears athleisure almost every day. Like she, when she gets dressed up, she is an absolute dime, and I think she is an absolute dime in her athleisure. And athleisure, like, of course. Athleisure has come so far for me. Like th- that is a very, very good look. Yeah, in my opinion. Well, because it's not, it's not even just like the hey, I'm going to the gym. Because there's obviously there's veins to it, right? Where it's like we've made athleisure for comfort, and then we've made. Like, just like the athletic wear of like, you know, when somebody's going to the gym or coming from the gym, you know, I might be going to the gym or brunch. Yeah. You don't know. Nope. You don't know. And definitely Target. (laughs) Okay. This question goes out to Dave, Audrey and Mahoney, but more specifically for Mahoney, imagine this fast food restaurant of your choosing Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, whatever you want, but it's an all you can eat buffet. Which way you choose and why? Thanks. Message so please deleted. refresh my memory because we're about a beer deep. So uh-huh. uh, it was Chick Fil A. What did he say? And what he did said, he say? He said Taco Bell. I, I think you can do any of them, right? Any of the fast food restaurants, but it's a buffet and it's all you can eat. Like which fast food restaurant? And I actually hate this question that he's limited it to a single fast food restaurant because imagine a buffet. Right. Like, that's my problem with buffets is that I'll go and get, like, weird combinations. I'm like, why do I have crab legs and jello on the same plate? Like, what am I doing? Right. I would never eat jello to begin with. But imagine if you could go to a buffet and load up on, like, chicken nuggets from Chick-fil-A, and then you go get an Arby's, and then you go get a, a burrito supreme from Taco Bell. Man, like, ooh, a Big Mac you throw in there. Like, just eating, like, all of it Mahoney, in the same sitting. if you could pick a buffet... Of I'm a only single gonna, fast food restaurant. I'm only going to give you, yeah, I was going to say one option. Any? Would you go Arby's? Because you've been talking about Arby's all the time. No, nah, I mean, McDonald's wins. McDonald's, McDonald's. really? McDonald's wins for me. Yeah. A buffet at McDonald's? Yeah, because you got nuggets. What, about, got, what, what about Wendy's, though? Nah, man. McDonald's is, see, here's the thing. There's a reason why McDonald's is the Elite. most successful yeah. fast food chain in the world. Because they, it, it's the fries, it's the nuggets, the burgers. Man, they just... It's the science behind all of it that makes yeah. us want to just keep eating it, even though know, we know I, it's not great for I us. I know you hate my take on this, but I think that McDonald's has the worst nuggets of anyone. They're just, I, uh, they just they don't they don't hit for me That's at all. That's crazy. They have the best yeah. sauce without a doubt, and those nuggets when they're right out of the fryer. So wrong Chick Fil A is whenever the best sauce. I, I disagree. want McDonald's. I'll fight you. It is because I know that I want the taste of McDonald's. It's a childhood yes. thing. It's like yes. I the macaroni that I make, you know, at home the you know the gourmet whatever. But there's times when I want just the Kraft mac and cheese. Sure, because it's the taste of Kraft. Taste. Yeah. I don't, I'm not eating McDonald's because I'm, I want 
health food or whatever or i don't want i don't want a burger i want mcdonald's taste there's a difference between mcdonald's and i have a friend that used to have their parents take them to mcdonald's when they didn't feel well yeah and they would always get them a sprite and a small fry because it's the sprite and it became the placebo Mm. effect where whenever they didn't feel well they would go back to mcdonald's and get that and that would physically make them feel better even though you're eating garbage and sugar i saw the funniest thing actually um talking about people being sick and going for like sprite or whatever it is um i i grew up on sprite ginger ale ginger and ale, uh yeah. saltines uh-huh. if i wasn't feeling good it's like the carbonation yeah. and bland food or whatever but um i saw something online that said uh, white people don't have culture well uh, tell me why all of us know what this bowl means and it's like the spaghetti bowl or whatever it was the popcorn, the popcorn bowl, bowl that you used that- to puke in all of us used to puke in. Used to puke in it and then wash it and <laughs> eat popcorn out of it again. White people culture. Literally, yeah. we would just puke and just be like, all yep. right, the dishwasher's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. That'll just get rid of whatever yeah. it is. Uh, all the illness and virus of just rotten puking children. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me If you follow the old Kit Carson trail Till the desert meets the hills Oh, you certainly will agree with me It's the place of a thousand thrills Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine, out by the trucky silvery rills, out where the sun always shines, here is the land that I love the best, fairer than all I can see, she's deep in the heart of the golden west, home means Nevada to me, one more time now, home means Nevada 